Yo, 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 this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King in Black. And welcome to another exciting episode of the motherfucking Angry Blurs podcast. All right, Sam Jackson, where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. Blickety, blickety, so, black. Really? Really what? You've been watching CB4? No, I just remember it. Yeah. So speaking of angry, the internet is angry at James Gunn. So, <sighs> as we talked about before, why are we always talking about DC? Because they all they the problem child. So, as we mentioned several times, DC and Peter Sapp. I just realized my damn um, computer isn't level with the desk, so it's like it's off center. Um, James Gunn and Peter Safran. Um, are both like co-presidents of DC Entertainment. So, mm-hmm. uh, Henry, I mean, not Henry Cavill. Uh, James Gunn posted a series of tweets saying that you know they're basically going to start from scratch. He's writing a new Superman movie, Good. and Henry is out to the point where if you go on Twitter, I mean, when you guys hear this, it'll be Sunday. Uh, if you look at what's trending, hashtag. Fire James Gunn is trending. Well, I mean, I think that's a bit of an overreaction. A bit. Uh, there are other things that give me pause, but um, that I think him cleaning slate, just culling all the cast members is a good idea. They need to just start completely from scratch, new cast, new everybody. I love Henry Cavill just as much as this guy, but he's not the only one that can play Superman. He's a good Superman that was underutilized and wasted, but he's not the only one that can play that role. Yeah, and apparently a new report um, from the Hollywood Reporter was released, and they revealed that the villain for Man of Steel 2 was potentially Brainiac. So what are your thoughts on that? Man, I mean, DC. it don't mean nothing now. True. All right. And apparently, before Patty Jenkins got cut from Wonder Woman 3, uh, her and Jeff Johns co-wrote a script. And I guess the producers didn't like it. And so, I remember I told you I was going to say you something? So, so we can get your initial yes. reaction. So Patty, Patty Jenkins decided to be petty and email them the definition of story arc. Okay. Why, the, why would that make me mad? Huh? Why would that make me mad? I didn't say you would be mad. I thought you would laugh or something. She I mean, emailed yeah, them I, a link I, it, to Wikipedia what a story arc is. Yes. I mean... I no, she's uh, okay. She's right to be critical, and I, yeah, they have no idea what that means. Uh, I I could argue that her implementation of the of the concept story arc might not mess with other people based on Wonder Woman um, nineteen eighty four, but other than that, um, yeah, I would have to say she's her criticism is more or less point. What was that? But yeah. I said it's on the shelf. 1984. Huh. But yeah, I, I was just like, oh, God, why? 
Why cannot? Oh, and um, apparently Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot were supposed to have cameos in The Flash. Those have also been cut. Good. So I'm just like, hmm? at this is thing. I'm at this point. Uh, I say burn it all to the ground and build a new foundation and everything up from there. Uh, again, you know me. I'm not. I'm not sentimental about cast members. I think the character should survive the uh, the actor that plays them and i don't think you should ever retire a character for an actor and i think if you, if the actor isn't working go ahead and move them on to another uh get another actor to play that role just immediately bam like that so, yeah, so again i love henry cavill that dude's cool all right but he, he, they needed to get they need to start fresh and he had he's had that role for about 10 years now and yeah, it's time to move on full-time three movies? Yes, unfortunately. Like I said, they, they they screwed up. They didn't use him correctly. He was gold standard Superman, and they didn't use him right. So, you know, it's their fault. Yeah, and uh, some more DC news. The Rock is a liar. I mean, that's uh, a little so harsh. Reports have come out that, um, I think he told a lie. I don't think he is a liar. So, yeah, that The Rock decided to fluff the numbers for Black Adam. I don't know why he needs to do that. He's the rock. You don't need to fluff anything. Look, we look, he is the we still like you. Your 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 movie was bad, but you're still the rock. Just chill out. Don't what? He turned down a cameo for apparent apparently for Shazam Fury of the Gods. No reason whatsoever, just no. I wanna fight Superman. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what happens when you get see here's the issue. Uh one of the reasons why that move was bad was he didn't. Oh, and apparently The Rock held a thinly failed disdain for Zachary Levi's character. Johnson and his team even reportedly asked that he the character. Yes, he is. He doesn't like the character, so he has no problem with the actor. The character he doesn't have. What's his problem with Shazam, the character, or or Billy Batson? <laughs> But yeah, so apparently him and his team also asked for a scene mentioning Black Adam to be removed from Shazam, wanting the two characters to be as separate as possible at this time. But so, okay, here, this, you, know, you know this Rezaz? You know this Rezaz? Here's, here's the thing. There's a lot of correlation with this. When you have big name action stars and they have this tough guy persona that they never want to break, you see it with uh, Sly Stone and Judge Dredd, for instance. All right, he is Sylvester Stallone at the height of his fame in the '90s, and he's like, "Hey, you know, it doesn't make sense. He never takes his he never takes his helmet off. Let me take the helmet off, you know, because then they can see my face because I'm Sly Stone." And they basically let him superimpose himself over the character, and that's why Judge Dredd sucked. Well, that's one of the reasons why it sucked. All right, he I think what was, it was like ten percent of the movie he had his mask on, and like the rest he was off. Pretty much because no, they they pretty no. much cave they cave to the to the demands of a of a of a, a muscle headed action star. Wow! So muscle headed, what's wrong with you? At that at that time, he was because not only did he not know the character, he pretty much was just bleeding with his ego. So yeah, I'm gonna call him muscle headed. So fast forward to 2022, you had The Rock height of his fame, uh, full control of property that he has little to no uh, clearly little to no knowledge of based on uh, how he handled it. You know, he had a cursory knowledge of it and his, in his, uh, uh, in his rush to, 
to push him for Superman instead of oh, his not, not, not his rush his fifteen year struggle to make this movie and I'm putting up air quotes. Yeah. All right, fifteen years or whatever. The point is, had he gotten a actual writer slash director to handle that project and him just be the EP and the lead actor and just shut up and take direction and let someone write that film, it it would have been better. Instead he got the guy that did Jungle Cruise, who he works with before, who will, you know, cow to his demands and who will back him up when he goes to the, the DC heads. And the DC heads is it's the rock making a big deal about something. They can't really what are they gonna do? So yeah, it's it's his fault. And quite frankly, boo this man because it's like I don't want to be near Shazam. Like, excuse me? That's that that would that would be your claim that that, that would have made your movie having to fight with Shazam instead of shoehorning Superman in. Alright, if you knew what you were doing, Dwayne. Alright, look, we, we still like you, but shut up. Boo this man. Alright. I'll speak for because I've already Aggress my Bailey Bell disdain for The Rock, and um. So, do we still feel like the hierarchy of the DC universe has changed? Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's Aquaman at the top because that's all who's left. <laughs> did and you see the rock? picture? Nah, it's a picture. Of, it's a picture of the just. It was a picture of the Justice League cast fit uh, photo, the Vanity Fair look on uh, magazine cover, yeah, and it all grayed out. They're all great on a set while I'm Jason Momoa. So damn. The, every single every single character is every single actor is going on to do something. Look, I love Gagada. All right. She's great. She's lovely. She's such a nice lady. But we I wanna I want a Wonder Woman that has range. And I cannot wait for them to recast her. She is always mysterious foreign lady because she can't drop her accent and She's only this. She's only ever sexy and powerful and in control. I never seen her goofy. I never seen her scared. I never. See, I mean, well, I'm, I'm trying to remember any role she's been in. She's she, Red Notice. You, you saw Red Notice. What, what, what was she in Red Notice? I told you I didn't watch Red Notice. <laughs> oh, you didn't? I thought you did. My bad. A list of things. To um, what was the movie with the 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 neighbors who were spies or something or jewel thieves uh, or something with Amy that- Adams? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. I think like John Hamm played the husband or something like that. Um, the Millers, I want to say, right? Something like that. She was also sexy and control lady in that too, right? I'm trying to think of another movie she was in. Oh, Fast and the Furious, sexy and control lady. Uh, and, oh, funny story. She was what? It was keeping up with the Joneses. That's what it was. Um, oh, funny story. Go through her filmography. So, could you? So okay. Five movies. Okay. So, Fast and Furious, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Date Night? I heard that go back and rewatch that. Shout out to Bill Burr. Night and Day. Fast Five. Fast and Furious Six. Kicking out Shoshana. That's an Israeli film. Uh, Furious Seven, but that was a deleted scene. A movie called Criminal. What? Was that Kevin Costner? Yeah, Kevin Costner and Gary Oldman keeping up with the Joneses. Triple Nine. Uh, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Ralph breaks the internet. Oh yeah, she was also sexy foreign lady in that too. Yeah, uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie, uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Red Notice, and Death on the Ni- and Death on the Nile. And she, I did not watch Death on the Nile. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it either. She's got Heart of Stone coming out. Um, oh yeah. yeah. 
apparently she is supposed to be in Fury of the Gods. According to I am, I mean, not IMDb, it's probably a, it's probably a quick shot or a cameo or a flashback. Yeah, and the point like, is that that nice lady who we all like has no range as an actor. Or, in her defense, maybe they haven't given her the opportunity to have range. Because a lot, because if if you have an actor who gets a lot of bad roles and has a string of bad directors, you it will trick you into thinking they're they're bad actors. Like case, like remember how everyone, remember how people think that Robin Patterson can't act because their only example of him is Twilight. I would have went with Sam Worthington. No, Sam Worthington cannot act because he's he's had good directors, and at best. He is okay. Like he's oh. mid at best. Like, like if you can, if you get a great director, they can only make him mid. Like they can. Oh, he's just good enough. No, uh, under a great director, great writer, great script, great everything, Robert Pattinson will excel because he's a good, he's a good actor. All right. Under a shitty uh, story, shitty everything, i.e., Twilight, he'll just be like, oh, yo, this is dumb as hell. But I'm gonna get my paycheck, and he'll just go ahead and do his thing. You know. So, and and that's why that's why I look at people. And, and mind you, this man, he works. He's one of those actors that, that put in work. He, he's always working, right? So when I look, when people say, oh, he's, he's the big Batman, he's the guy for Twilight. He can't act. You don't see, you don't watch movies or you have shitty taste in movies. Because once he was able to come out of, uh, come out of Twilight, he was able to write his checks to any movie he wanted to get into. And he, he's put, he pretty much did a stint in indie films that had a critical acclaim. So basically, you got mid taste in movies. That's what that the means. Only movie I know he did after Twilight because I didn't keep up Robert Pattinson was the like look at his filmography after Twilight. He had a movie a year at least after Twilight. All right, he did not just sit around. Same thing with Kristen Stewart. People say, "Oh, Kristen Stewart can't act." It's like no, she gets a lot of work and she has range. Okay, she can act. That range. Well, have you? How many movies have you seen her in? Uh, the Twilight movies, Adventureland, um, On the Water. Uh, but yeah, uh, good old Rob Pat did stay busy. He had three movies, yeah. in, I mean, two in 2014, uh, two in 2015, two in 16, four, nope, one in 17, two in 18, three in 19, yeah. two in 10. He works. Two in 2020. Yeah. Yes, he works. And and Kristen Stewart is, either, is is just as much, if not more. Actually, their their careers blew up because of those movies. So I'm just saying, like if you if you think a, a actor is their claim to fame is a bad movie, no, just keep up with their work and see what they do. Yeah. Like you would think Megan Fox can't act, but no, she has some range. She's not the terrible actor people think she is. Like oh another another actress that you would think is bad based on her her choice of films is Halle Berry. You would think she can't act, but no, she's just bad at picking scripts. That's another skill, picking scripts. If you can't pick a good script or you can't see a project for what it is and and uh and choose it or pass it up, you'll end up in a bad movie once in a while or frequently. You know, like um uh what's an example? Uh, I think. Chris Evans was supposed to be in um, Avatar, the first one, and he passed that up uh, because I guess the script didn't sound, it didn't grab him or whatever. 
And oh, Amanda Seyfried, she was going. She was supposed. To, they pitched her Guardians of the Galaxy for Gamora, and she's like, ah, this sounds weird. No, yeah. I passed it up. And then now she missed it on the roll. So and it blew up, you know. Yeah. And it's, on the flip side of it, it's like look at Halle Berry's filmography, and you'll see how many of those movies are raspberries or or they bombed because they're just bad scripts. She has a great name. She she puts she puts people in seats, but she doesn't pick them well. We got Adam way off uh, topic, by the way. Adam Berry. She so, we got way off topic. Who? What? what what's the next story? What, what are we on right now? Oh, uh, the last season of The Flash will debut February eighth. Woohoo! Because you know the Valanti versus Dead, as he would say. Uh, as I would say, no, as as it's written, sir, as, as it's true, that is reality. The Valanti verse is dead. One show is not a universe. Okay. Oh well, Superman Lois is is around. Are they connected? No. Then then it's not a universe. It is a group of shows that he helms. That is not a universe anymore. The universe is dead. Okay. Okay. You you don't agree? I'm just saying. Okay. Well, yeah. Whatever. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, because I was planning to have already watched, huh? What about? Oh, it's going to happen. I don't know what you want me to do. All right. I'll try to move the mic over next time. I don't know. Leave me alone. Um, I was planning to have already watched Avatar Way of Water at this point, but. but but it is uh, sold out frequently, and um, it's very hard to find tickets in my area. Yeah. So that's a good Russia sign. going to allow people to pirate it. What was that? Yeah, Russia will allow people to pirate Avatar on the way of water. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. The Russian I don't know what that... Theater owners wants to legalize the distribution of pirated copies of the way of water. All right. Like, like Russia's in Russia's in hot water with everybody. I don't know if they highly even get a copy of that movie. Everyone can't stand them. Well, the government, obviously. So I would be surprised they even get the media over there with the embargoes that they have on them. This is not a political podcast. Let's move on. Well, Anyways, no. um, but no, Disney pulled it from the um from Russia. Right. So, so like, they can get it. Exactly. So what are you gonna do? Unless it get unless the file ends up on the internet and then they they they, they grab it over and it's gonna like it's gonna like trash. So Mary gonna find that file like yes. I will not. I will probably. I might still gonna go see the movie and I'll just wait till his you know his streaming. Um. But yeah. So okay. So again, the uh, preliminary reviews so far are very positive, and uh, yeah, uh, a lot of sold out theaters. So. I'm uh, very excited, actually. So, I, honestly, I, I'm I'm excited to see what the numbers are going to be for this uh this uh, opening weekend too. This is going to be it. This is this is officially the opening weekend uh, today, tomorrow, and then Sunday. So this is it. This is its time to perform. I'm curious to see what the numbers are going to be at the end of this uh, week. Uh, once they close the week and tally everything up, well, like, will it will it get the 500 million that they that they uh. They uh, projected. Probably not. 
You think so, but mm, it's looking like that, man. I'm just saying, these IMAX, if they got IMAX theaters that have $20 per ticket and the entire theater is all sold out for every showing, that's very, you know, promising already. Just saying, man, it might happen. What? Okay, look, it, this, the cards are stacked against him. I'm not going to, I'm going to admit that. But what if he does it, Bernard? I keep saying, I keep asking this. He might do it. And then what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and still hate on the guy? Once again, I don't know where you're painting this narrative of I hate James Cameron movies. Because no, I say you hate the man. You gonna still hate the guy? I don't even hate James Cameron. I just hate his rollout of this movie. It's like the same way The Rock was doing the extra shit with the rollout for Black Adam. Yeah, but there's a difference. One movie's good and one movie's trash. I knew you were gonna say that. If someone is good at something. And they deliver on their boasts. Like you can brag and be arrogant, but if you deliver on your boasts, I mean, no one likes to show off. Yeah, unless they show, unless they show you cool shit. That's kind of how it happens, you know. Uh, I, That's no, what it is. That's usually people get punched in the face. But are you sure? I mean, if I say, "Hey, I'm really good at basketball because I'm the best," blah blah blah, and I get on, I get on the court, and I do, I turn around and fling the basketball behind me, and it just switches into the basket because I knew, I knew, just I'm just that good. Yeah, no, all my boasting has been, you know, has been justified. And you might get shot in the leg. Why would that? Why would I prove anything? Oh, I'm not good at basketball, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you in the leg. That doesn't make any sense, Bernard. Like, you know what? Fuck him. Ah! So you gonna oh. you gonna shoot James Cameron because he called out? Put that out there. I never said that. I never All I'm saying that. is I don't know why you so rules mad. The basketball court, not the rules of Hollywood. You can't go around shooting directors in the leg. Maybe get away, slapping them or something. I don't know. Look, don't count James Cameron out of a out of a trailer, uh, out of a sequel. I don't know what out of a sequel. Yeah, um. He says, you know what? I'm done and goes and does something else like he did with Terminator. No. Um first two and then walked off into the sunset. Yeah. I mean, Terminator 2 was pretty done. They came back for Terminator 2 and it sucked. I don't know. Don't don't put don't put three on him. Three and, and Genesis on him. Oh, so three, three, Salvation and Genesis. And then when he, when he came he he came back in EP Dark Fate the first good one in like a decade if not more more than a decade that was the first good one we had and now he's blaming Arnold Schwarzenegger for it bombing I mean I don't know if he's at fault for it bombing I don't think he should have been in the movie though all right so this is what James Cameron said I think the movie could have survived having Linda in it and I think it could have survived having Arnold in it. But when you put Linda and Arnold in it, all of a sudden it wasn't your Terminator movie. It wasn't even your dad's Terminator movie. It was your granddad's Terminator movie. Uh, how's that? How is he blaming Arnold Schwarzenegger? First off, I don't think he's blaming either the uh, Linda Hamilton or Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he's talking about nostalgia over uh, substance. Is what he's talking about. Yeah, because he said having Arnold in it hindered it when it could have just been a story about um, Sarah Connor. Yes, I think he's right. You disagree? It sounds like the studio 
wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie, and they okay. shoehorned the reason to have him in there. I'm calling cap on that because this is from the man who told studio executives to get the fuck out my mouth, off my office because this movie ain't gonna make some of the money. It's going to make. All he told of he told a Fox executive to get the f out of my office. You do know Fox has the rights to terminate, right? Well, maybe it was a different executive. I guess he couldn't do it that time. Mm-hmm. Also, again, he was EPing. I don't think he wrote. Um, he Dark Fate. He wrote oh, he did? Okay, cool. Double check right now. I don't think he did. Bro, it's funny. This movie ain't streaming nowhere. I was talking to Loco about this shit. Oh, time. yeah, I want to... Dude, Terminator Dark Fate was really good, man. Oh, yeah, man, you can't find it nowhere. Uh, nope. Uh, oh, story by... So he did come up with the plot. Okay, so he did the... Okay, yeah, it's a story. Okay. Yeah, Terminator Dark Fate was really good. It was a one and done for me. I only watched the movie once. I don't remember nothing about it. I Why do you hate it. on it? It's a really good movie. I don't hate on it. It's I, honestly, I feel like I've outgrown Terminator. How? It's a movie about killer robots from the future and cyclical time travel. And the, the, and you outgrown it because it's childish. I didn't say it was childish. It's just it's just not for me anymore. All right, I, I guess. I guess. I mean, you can find whatever. Uh, any case, I think he has a point about. I mean, they they made so many. I mean, look they they spent they spent a good portion of the movie, and I love this movie. I think this movie's great. Okay, but did they need a whole explanation of what he was doing this whole time? Him being a uh, a, a party planner for children or something. Uh, him meeting that lady and, and ra- helping her raise his son, her son, like that whole shoehorned in Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. I, I'm not saying he, he specifically was the fault. I'm saying shoehorning him into the plot was a problem for the movie, and he's right. You disagree? Like I said, honestly, I don't know. And I, it sounds like. And it sounds like, based on what he's telling us, it wasn't his decision to have him in there. What? I said, but it's, but I feel like Arnold really didn't do anything to hurt the movie. And besides, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't have a movie without T-800. Yeah, you can. Which one? No, I'm not saying which one, but yes, you can. They should have. Okay. Or, or, hey, look, how about this? They could have had the T-800 in there just make him a villain and bring him back in. CGI the, the young Arnold like it did in Salvation, but better. And then burn him, kill him off, or something. They, he would have been in there. But making him a main character, no. Well, there was a younger T-800. Remember? Because Arnold fought that one in Dark Fate. Yeah, they should have... Um, they, they they really shouldn't have had him as the main character. That's what I'm saying. We okay. Let's move on. But I, that's that's my two cents. Long story short, I agree with. I, I, I if that's what he's getting at, I agree with his assessment of that movie. It, it it only becomes your movie. It's your granddad's movie. Why are they trying to placate to nostalgia? Just make something good. Nostalgia isn't what you want to lean on. That's what they. they it's a crutch. All right for for mid Hollywood. <sighs> I guess. I mean, as long as we don't get a Back to the Future four or a reboot, I'm good. Nice no, right. coming. No, it's not. 
Robert Zemeckis said, over my dead fucking body. And Steven Spielberg. So he got to die, basically. Always, Steven Spielberg agreed with them and Bob Gale. So you got the writer, the producer, and the director. Yeah, okay. So when they both, all four and three of them die, they'll just take the movie. Hmm, I guess. All right. So this is going to make Samir very excited. I think he got a little moist when it was announced. So a lot of that series has been greenlit for Amazon Prime. So this will be done by the showrunner of The Wheel of Time and the um, creators of The Expanse, who will be adapting the game in association with PlayStation Productions. And this, Why do you think that's going to make me excited? Because you get wet over God War. I do, but I, unfortunately... You know, here's the thing. It. Here's the thing. So... I, yes, I'm a huge fan of God of War, at least God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok, to be specific, because I didn't play the first trilogy. Uh, I didn't think the movie games were all that good. I'm not getting into that. The point is, when you have highly cinematic games, like God of War, like Naughty Dog games, um, and uh, uh, Tomb Raider, for instance, all right? There isn't, honestly, there's no rate, there's no way for a TV show or movie to add up to, to live up to those games. All right. At this point, I am over uh, live action adaptations of highly cinematic games. It's redundant, is what it is. You're going to get set pieces and plot points that are going to fall short than the game offered. We're at a point now that the games are rendered in a way that make them expressive and lifelike. Okay. That's why Uncharted, the movie, sucks because it's nowhere near as good as the games. Okay. Now, if you never, if you're not a gamer and you want to experience the story, and that's all you got, fine. You can have the watered down version. It's like Kool Aid with not enough sugar. Okay. We all know how egregious that is. All right. Oh, okay. That's the dryer. I guess oh, okay. done. Like somebody shaping? No, it's the dryer. Uh, yeah. So. I will keep an eye on this project, but I it's not going to be as good as the game. So part of me is already like, "Yo, why why would I even watch this?" Now I don't know what they're going to depict. Maybe they're going to maybe they're going to actually um, do a lot of take a lot of liberties with the story. That might lead to some um, you know some intrigue there. So maybe maybe like Last of Us is shaping up to be like they're going to adapt the first game. In its entirety, over the first season or something like that, and that's why I'm like, I don't know how much they're going to take liberties and how much they're going to change. So, I mean, you know. besides Joe getting Pedro Pascal to play Joe, yeah. Besides that, who cares anymore? Find a white dude like out in Montana. Who cares? I'm, at this point, I'm, I'm tired of that. That I don't care. Pedro Pascal, fine. Do your job. You're the guy. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. But you're the guy who says. I hate colorblind casting. I do, but and again, in this case, funny story, it, it's not going to be enhanced by his ethnicity either. It's just going to be, eh, you know, whatever. Like, okay, so again, on the subject of this, let's go ahead and skip to, uh, let's let's keep this story, but skip to another story. Uh, well, the, let, me finish, let me put a bow on this. So, this is obviously going to take place well, it's going to be an adaptation of the 2018 game. Okay, that, there you go. You know, trying. All right. To so nice. yeah. So then that that okay. So hold, pause that, and then let's add it a different sort of topic. So 
the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Verse trailer, right? That popped out. Looks amazing. Um, all, they added in a bunch of new characters, a, new, a bunch of new Spider-Men. Uh, they, did they show uh, David Kaluuya's uh, Hobart Baron? It's Hobie. It's not Hobart. Hobie. Hobie. Who's Hobart? Nobody's Hobart. Hell, Hobie Brown in 616 is still just Hobie Brown. All right. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So they, did they show Hobie Brown? They might have if he didn't say anything. Can you please do something about that fucking guy? Um, it's gonna do it. This is it's almost done. Nobody. That's the noise it makes when it's almost done. Yeah, it just buzzes. The more you, every time there's a noise, you 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 have on the noise, and it's harder to edit that out. You know that, right? Oh my god, what is that thing? Ah! You do that every time there's a noise. It's hard to edit it out, from what I understand. If you make more reactions to it, like just stop reacting to it. It's a repeating noise. Yeah, I get it. Just and I don't you need to add it. Yo, what the hell was that? I guess, but the more you freak out every time there's a noise, the I'm harder it is for you to edit it out. Noise. You're, we're talking about it now because you freaked out. I didn't freak out. But you talked about it. You mentioned it twice. I told you what it was before, and you mentioned it again. Because I thought the dryer was done. No, it's going to do it. You know, it's going to keep doing it. And I and I don't. I think it would. Be, I would think it would be more disruptive to the podcast for me to get up and go take care of it. That I could edit out. Oh, can you? Uh, can you? Yes, I can. Five minutes later. All right, so it's actually done. That was the last one. So yeah, his name is Hobart, but no one says, "Hey man, did you see that coat that that comic with Hobart Brown?" No, we just said, "Oh, hey. so Hobart Bernard." So you, what you mean to say is I was the opposite of wrong, the antithesis of wrong. There's a Bernard. word for that. Hobart. What is that word, Bernard? So so the opposite or left, but yeah, his name. Oh uh, no! You say the word. Can you say the word? I, I'm not saying nothing. Can you, can you say the word? Stupid all you want to. Can you, can you say the word? No, I cannot. Plausible deniability. What yeah, it's, all, it's, it's always strange. You, you you tried to correct me. And uh, it was, it's all, I cut all that out. What you talking about? I'm yeah. the editor, remember? I don't know. You can. I don't think I you can. can. It, you don't cut out that whole... It's going to mess up the whole flow of the podcast. So the whole, the whole pacing. So... We got so many Spider-Men shown in the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, so, and they gave us, and this is going back to my earlier point, they gave us the the first uh, appearance of Jessica uh, Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. So you weren't just going to let me... Um, it was the point, the reason why I brought it up. The, the reason I brought it up because I'm going to tie into the, the comment about Prisoner Pascal. How do you feel about this casting? Issa Rae. Uh, no, Jessica... Jessica well, who's playing this? Issa Rae? Yes. Okay, Issa Rae, yeah. Why am I thinking Jessica Williams? Because she was in Intergalactic. Same art style. That's what. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm um, fine, so. Look, you, you, don't watch, you didn't watch The Daily Show, okay? Uh, I don't see why that has anything to do with anything. She was on there for like six years. You ain't watched Fantastic Beasts and The Crimes of Grindelwald. Or uh, it was trash? Secrets of Dumbledore. But ah, oh, she's taller than you. Okay, so what? Ah, uh, she might be in the short kings. So get a fucking like, you dark bastard. 
What's wrong with being dark, Bernard? We're the angry blurs. I'm talking about your room. It's dark. You need it's a not dark, light. actually. It, yeah, bro. I gotta change the. Co- I gotta do a color correction every time we record because you ain't got no no focus light. All the lights coming from your computer. But bro, not true. It's coming from behind me. The lights on. That. I want to punch that stupid smile off your face. All right, so let's talk about all the spider people who we saw in the trailer. So we saw Peter Parker from Spider-Man Unlimited, uh, Werewolf Spider-Man, Miles obviously, 2099 Spider-Man, Bombastic Bagman, Insomniac Spider-Man. Thank you, because I was just about to say that, Samir. You're welcome. I have You're a welcome. list. You're welcome. You're welcome. Go through my list. All right, Insomniac Spider-Man, MangaVerse Spider-Man, Mayday Parker. Spider Armor Mark 1, Spider Armor Mark 2, Spider Armor Mark 3, uh, Possible Spider Hulk, Spider Cop, uh, Future Foundation Spider Man, Gwen Stacy, Captain Spider, Old Man Spider, uh, Lady Spider, Web Man, Business Spider Man, Spinnerette, Spiderling, Anya Corazon, MCU Spider Man, Possible. Oh, what? Anya Corazon? Peter B. Parker, Kane Parker, a variant of Jessica Drew, Spider Monkey, Superior Spider-Man, and everyone's favorite clone, Ben Riley. All right, question. Did they actually list uh, uh, Issa Rae's character as a variant of Jessica Drew? Oh, she's listed as Jessica Drew, then there's another one. So then, do you think the 616 Jessica Drew is that variant? Probably, possibly not. They probably just said, hey, you know, it's Issa Rae. Let's make the Spider-Woman black. Right. Now, going back to my other point, do you think she's going to enhance the role? We obviously haven't seen it yet, but are you excited about her playing that role? Hey, man, I've had a crush on Issa Rae since the awkward black girl. So it's okay when she does it. What are you talking about? When she does what? You're upset that they couldn't find a white guy to play Joel. Okay, so no, this is where I'm going to stop you because we've had this argument about voice actors time and time again. There's not really that many people of color who get the opportunity to voice act. Uh-huh. I mean, I was also just having this conversation with local a couple weeks ago. Mike Henry, white guy, did the voice of Cleveland Brown. Hank Azaria, Apu, Carl from The Simpsons. Um, what's the old girl name? Jenny Slate. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know why they made the decision to make the character black, I guess, because of Issa Rae's uh, tone, because she's kind of got like a West Coast Tone to her, yeah. She sounds, yeah. She's from she's from Cali, so I don't think that would have worked. Making the character white, like nah, nah. This Jessica Drew got some seasoning on her chicken. So, right, okay. So with that being said, why are you okay with that? So just because the voice acting of, of roles, the availability of voice acting roles, that's the only reason why you're okay with them putting Issa Rae as Spider-Woman as opposed to Pedro Pascal as Joel? That plus some... This is going to sound very problematic. The views that I'm about to say do not reflect the Angry Blurs podcast as a whole. It's not, it might, but go on. All right. It's our podcast. We can do what we can say what we want. I'm sick and tired of Hispanic actors playing white characters. No, that's not a problematic thing to say. It not sucks a- that they can't... It, it sucks that they can't like, put... Because we did this like a year ago when I was mad about Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight. 
Right, but it's like it's it's a Latin it's Latina erasure is what it is because they can't ever be themselves in the role or at least put themselves into the role. So, for instance, Alexis Bledel, she is Latina, and she you wouldn't know that because she passes for white. And through the whole run of Gilmore Girls, she had to act like a white girl instead of who she is. And he, there was even episodes where she had to pretend not to be fluent in Spanish. That's on her. It's not on her. It's on the. It's on. It's on the film industry as a whole. They yeah. rather cast anyone that looks white or white people than anything else. I'm pretty sure she could have said something on the set of Gilmore Girls. Maybe not season one or season two. How she's the daughter of a white woman, and that's who she's playing. They want to. They, they, she be adopted. No, I'm just saying, like, oh, you know, she took Spanish in middle school or whatever, and she's actually tutoring someone. Change the guy. She would have to make. A, she would have to give herself an accent of someone who doesn't, who isn't fluent. Maybe she is that good. Possibly. Does, I mean, like, does she? Actually, funny that? story. That's what she did in the show. She so he, she is that good. Alexis Bledel is a good actress. I mean, yeah, so but she, like, like, have you heard her actually speak Spanish, like on like a uh, press junket or anything like that? Does she yeah. have an accent? She ha- she she's fluent is what she is. Okay, but does she have an accent? I can't pick out a, a Spanish accent when someone's fluent. My wife can. I can't. So she can tell you, oh, that person's from this country because of how they say this. So she can say that because she knows Spanish. Yeah. So and like, she's familiar with the various dialects of Spanish. So there you go. But with that being said, uh, you have a character. You, you have these actors who can't ever be themselves in a role. So. Like for instance, um, like the the role isn't enhanced by their ethnicity. They can't ever put. They can't ever help that. You know, yeah. like J- the, the 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 I, I love put use as an example. But interviewed vampire. It's like Jacob Anderson's uh, blackness and the era that they put the the, the show in is enhan- enhances the story. Right. Is the story going to be? Because it's been quiet about an interview with the vampire for a few weeks. I, I think it got renewed. That's neither here nor there, but continue. Bro, I'll look it up later. <laughs> well, I mean, you. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Um, this is why I wanted you to keep going because now you know, I forgot what you were saying. I, point is, yeah, point is, if, if you're going to race swap a character, enhance the experience with that character, with that actor playing that character. You know, uh, okay. A perfect example. This is funny because we both hate this movie, even if it's a good movie. Logan, right? Uh, we both. I know we both hate it. Move on. The point is, the movie was good. It's a good movie. It's just a terrible. It, I, it's, it's disrespectful to all the characters involved, but it's a great film. Now, uh, um, why am I forgetting this actress' name? The actress that played uh, idiot. There we go. Well, shut up and 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 and, and participate. Stop acting like a little baby. Anyways, so yeah, her 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 uh her being fluent in Spanish got her the role of uh, X twenty three, and also her being uh, uh, fluent in Spanish gave it gave the the story this certain levity and this the the character just buried it at the breakthrough because she at at first. There was a language barrier between her and Logan, and that was funny, and it had it caused friction. All right, it helped the story. Okay, so because Laura is in Spanish, but no, she but it, so what? Like I said, we don't. The movie isn't. The movie is good, 
but it just it shits on the X Men like everything Fox did. Okay, yeah, I'm it, just glad. I'm just glad they didn't try to you know retroactively retroactively make Lord Case Hispanic. Oh God, I'm terrible. Be like, oh yeah, um, um, what what was the name of the lady who gave birth to her? The scientist, like they, I don't know, like they kind of they make like her father Peruvian or something like that. No, her uh, she 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 took they took Logan's DNA oh, and they the doctor, you idiot, not Laura. Oh uh, well, the doctor she used Logan's cells, took her egg and put it in her uterus, yeah. and she was white. Yeah, I know. What was her mom's name? Sarah Kenny, I want to say, but it's like your. I, I think yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my head was Sarah as well. It's like you're hearing what I'm saying, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. Uh, I you know what? Well, maybe uh, I'm yeah. saying like they changed the doctor's father's background, not Laura. So she, so they make her like a quarter. So she's a quarter. That's yeah. not gonna work. Yeah. Hey man. Neither can a jacket in space, but you see what they did to Star Lord. Yeah, they they called it uh, Sarah Kenny. Actually, funny story uh, about that. Would you have to treat like certain fabrics and materials to survive in vacuums? Like you can't just put cloth out there, right? Wouldn't it freeze? It would freeze and shatter in all of two seconds. Right? Is that leather jacket even going to work? I'm like that, 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 just, just, just whatever. It's it's, it's it's science fiction. I'm I'm tripping. This is where um, I get mad. I'm sorry, nerd nerd deep dive real quick. So, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out in 2014, Peter Quill hasn't been this, uh, back to Earth since he was a child. Peter Quill's first trip back to Earth was during like the whole X-Men Guardians Black Vortex situation. That was a cool... That was, that was cool. That was a cool limited series. Oh, it, was, it was before that. I can't remember the name of the arc before that, but yeah. No, it was like right... Was it? No, that was that was Nova. Um, But yeah, so it's like, where the hell did he get the leather jacket from? Like, he uh he I made he had it made. It's not it's not cow leather. <laughs> it's some type of it's some type of uh, animal from a different planet that they make leather out of. Space cow. It's hide. Alien hide. Alien animal hide. Yeah. Alright, uh so anyways, long story short, uh my my stance is make the if you're gonna cast you cast if you, but they're not the original ethnicity of the character. Make sure that ethnicity is going to enhance the role. You know, that's all. That's all. That's my stance down. But I bet I guarantee you they're going to make him pass for white. Of course they are. You ain't gonna see Joe making no goddamn carnitas. And uh, I mean Pedro Pascal. Does he pass? People think so, but I don't. I don't think he do. Not really. He, he don't. When I saw him in a uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, I'm like. Montana, <laughs> God, I really, uh, confession. I don't like Kingsman. I'm like he maybe Texas. Yeah, I don't like Kingsman. I hate those two movies. I don't know. The more I think about, it, the more I hate them. I don't know. That's just my stance. Yeah, I'm going to his filmography real quick. Oh, Agent Whiskey. Well, Whiskey is a international. And his character's name was Jack Daniels. Okay. Agent Whiskey. Also, yeah. Jack Daniels. Uh, no, yeah, they, that, that's kind of yeah, but that's kind of also uh, racially toned up because I think Jack Daniels stole the formula from a black guy. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I think he did. I think Jack Daniels was a whiskey. 
that was developed by a black guy and he stole it and like you know built an empire out of it. Are we really looking up Jack Daniels stealing whiskey? Because neither one of us drinks whiskey. I'm just saying. Um, hang on, I'm, I'm gonna see. Yeah, so apparently this is an article from New York Times. When Jack Daniels failed to honor a slave, an author rewrote history. So this was written August 15, 2017. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Fawn Weaver was on vacation in Singapore last summer when she first read about Nearest Green, the Tennessee slave who taught Jack Daniel how to make whiskey. Green's existence had been an open secret, but in 2016, Brown Foreman, the company that owns the Jack Daniel distillery here, made international headlines with a decision to finally embrace Green's legacy and significantly change its tours to emphasize his role. There you go. See? God damn. Jack Daniel's out here stealing whiskey. Sanders out here stealing 11 herbs and spices. What is next, Samir? Tell me. I mean, <laughs> Elvis. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. Oh no, he 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 respected the churches. Nah, he stole from the churches. Well, look, look, look. that that's not a hit or there. The statutory rapists, which you should be focusing on. Yeah, but you got to remember how he got to the statutory rape by stealing black culture. God damn! So just a, just a lost him. all around. Yeah. And stole from Forrest Gump. Huh? You don't remember in Forrest Gump? Elvis actually stayed at the um, bed and breakfast when Forrest was a kid. Oh, yeah. Remember Forrest on the little leg wobble? So, a game that Samir alleges was delayed to avoid God of War. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy has actually been delayed again. Oh, fuck. What? Uh, it's April 4th. It's Naldi's birthday. Uh, so, yeah, that will be coming out on April 4th, 2023 for the Xbox One and the PS4. And um, I hope that still means the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and X in July 25th on the Switch. You got PC. It didn't say. I'm pretty sure it's, it's just oh, like okay. that. Okay. Oh, never mind. So it's still February 10th for PS5, Xbox Series S, and PC. With 72-hour early access beginning on February 7th, 2023. So, okay. So I got scared. I, I looked more into it. I was going to say, why are they pushing it back? And why didn't they say PS4? I mean, PS5 and whatnot. So we're still getting a February launch for the, uh, for the new gen series. I wonder why the delay for the older series. But if you have a PS4 or an Xbox Series 1, I mean not Series 1, an Xbox uh, One S or X, you will be getting it in April and July for the Switch. I mean, who the hell is going to play Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch? Um, People who are stuck playing the Switch? I don't know. Yeah, man, you can't play a game that massive on the Switch because then you're stuck cloud gaming. Yes, essentially. Yeah, because I can't do it because I was like, yay, Kingdom Hearts is coming to the Switch cloud version. Nope. Because I almost originally bought Guardians of the Galaxy for the Switch. 
I was like, nah, what's this cloud version crap? And I looked more into it. It's like, oh, yeah, you can only download the game in certain increments. I'm like, yo, what if I go on a trip and I'm stuck nowhere and I'm stuck without Wi-Fi? I'm screwed. Nah, I'm cool. Um, what you got, man? Oh, okay. Um, actually, I did have something. <laughs> Come on, man, get it together. Oh, yeah, okay, so they uh, this past week, uh, they released the uh, next-gen update for The Witcher 3, and that shite is serious. It is it is just busting up PCs. Like, it is hard to run that thing uh, uh, maxed out at 60 frames. Like, you need a serious car for that again. Like, it, it went from, oh, yeah, I can run The Witcher 3 with, you know, 100-plus frames. To like, yo, I'm hitting like 45 on a bet on a good day, you know, because of the ray tracing and all that. That's what they added in. It is nuts. The game looks so good again. So, are you gonna play it? Yeah, I'm gonna play it. It's on my list. Actually, I gotta, I gotta jump through Hades because I'm definitely playing that new game when it drops out. So I need to knock out Hades and, uh, you know, just kind of pick my way through my back catalog of games. I'm so backed up. Well, I suggest you get a colonic and deal with your backed upness. I know that's not a word, but I'm making it one. Don't. That was lame. All right. So, uh, looking back around to Samir's favorite person, James Cameron has revealed that he has um, performed a scientific. That's my favorite person. To prove that two people could not survive on the floating door at the end of Titanic. And the reason why this is brought up, because obviously, you know, it's been a heated argument on social media for years. And next year will be the 30th anniversary of Titanic, I believe. So, yeah, he said we have done a scientific study to put this whole thing to rest and drive a stake through his heart once and for all. We have since done a forensic, a, a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie, and we're going to do a little special on it when it comes out in February. So yeah, so the special will coincide with the 4K restoration of Titanic, which is scheduled to open in theaters Valentine's Day weekend. So yeah, they took two stunt people who were the same body mass as Kate and Leo and put sensors all over them, and. Okay, now now we're getting a little creepy. All over them and inside them. We put them in ice water and we tested to see whether they could have survived in a variety of methods. And the answer was, there was no way they both could have survived. Only one. So they said, Jack needed to die. It's like Romeo and Juliet. But they both died in Romeo and Juliet. I think what he means to say is that in the way, in the sense that this is, that Jack has to die because of that's how it is, the situation the two of them had to die because of the situation, which technically the two of them died because of miscommunication, but, you know. Yeah. That was a game of telephone. Hey, man, it's not really poison. It's just sleeping. It's just Zequil. But, yeah. So, guys, get ready for date night for Valentine's Day next year with the 4K restoration of Titanic, and, you know, we can all go watch this and Watch this uh, this scientific study and call Cap <laughs> if you want to. I, I mean, know. why would you assume Cap? I'm just saying. Man. 
So I mean, I've always thought it was strange. So here's my here's my take on this. Now, granted, I am not a a, a you know a, a physicist that's well versed in thermodynamics and other things like that, or a chemist or whoever. Whatever you need to be, whatever you need to be, a, 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 you know, an expert at the situation. I thought that the water was like freezing cold, like it was, it was had ice in the water, right? It's cold, and um, yeah. So they're soaking wet. I thought they would have froze, anyways. Honestly, well, Rose did freeze. You don't recall? Almost did. Yeah, she almost froze. She had ice in her hair. So there's that. I'm I'm done talking about Titanic. I'm honestly done talking about James Cameron. That Avatar. I don't know. Look, we're gonna talk about James Cameron for the next few weeks because that thing is either gonna bomb or it's gonna or it's gonna, you know, just soar like an eagle. All right, like the seal song. All right, it's gonna it's gonna fly like an eagle. Like let my spirit carry me. It's gonna. So we're gonna be talking about it. Oh boy, it broke. It grows this much. It grows that much. I wonder what the haters are saying. Or oh boy, it's failing. I bet the haters are are doing this. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. It's the it's the number one movie. It's gonna be the number one movie. All right, we're gonna talk about it. It's gonna close out the year in controversy and hatred. We're gonna talk about it. Okay, so get used to it. What you got? Uh, what do I have? Okay, so the Barbie trailer. What do you think? I don't care. It's Barbie. Why are you so mid, sir? Because I don't want to. Let's see talk a about. It. Yeah, because you're not interesting. Oh, I'm a man. I can't watch a movie about Barbies. Plus, That's your man, man uh Margot Robbie. 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 Do you have a problem with statuesque blonde women? I just don't think she's a good actress. I think I beg to differ. How many roles have you seen her in? Wolf of Wall Street, the DC uh-huh. stuff. Uh, okay. Okay, so pause. Pause. Okay, so I Tanya. Tanya. I Tanya. That okay. First off, two things. One, I Tanya was breathtaking. It was really good. So if you don't think she's a good actor from that, you don't know good acting. Two. All right. Her her rendition of Harley Quinn was also really fun. Okay, so if you take these two vastly different roles, I t- uh, Tanya Harding and Harley Quinn or Harleen Quinzel, and oh, she has Tony range. Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, yeah, she her, she didn't really have enough range, but fine. Though she clearly has an ability to, she has range. Okay, so to say she's not a good actor, I don't know. That's not a fair assessment at all. That's not that's not accurate. I just said. I'm not a fan of her work. Fine, but yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways, I, it, hypothetically, let's say because Greta Gerwig is an amazing director. All right. Yes, she has a she has a wide body of work, and and pretty much every time she uh she knocks it out of the park, almost every time she touches a product a, a project, it's it's good. Okay, I don't oh, think there's but, Legend of Tarzan. What about Legend of Tarzan? Margot Robbie, Rob, Robbie, Robbie, was it? Yeah, she was. That was part of her first part of her career. So that that can move and suck. Yeah, yeah, she was Jane. Yeah, that, that's okay for that movie. It, it, it's gonna suck. That's the that's the first movie. In Terminal, that was twenty eighteen. Her first movie was Second Police Son called ICU, which came out in two thousand nine. Her first U.S. movie was About Time. 
never mind, that's a British movie. So her first U.S. movie was The Wolf of Wall Street. Then she did Z for Zachariah. Oh, yeah, Z for Zachariah. That one was good. Yeah, range. Okay, so, um, yeah, so her directorial, she, so as far as her directorial uh, debut, um, which was Lady Bird, it won a bunch of awards. I don't uh, know and then, what is. okay, I'm just saying, the lady has a very good success rate so far. She she did uh, Lady Bird, amazing. She did Little Women. It is very hard for me to go into a project knowing full well what's going to happen and still get tears out of it. Her first movie was actually called Nights and Weekends that she wrote, okay. directed, and produced. What, Greg Erwin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, I, so I, I think we should definitely give her and Margot Robbie a chance because they do good work. And Ryan Gosling, also, Ryan Gosling don't do bad movies, usually. You know, he's, he's, he's pretty consistent. So, points. that was good. Why would you think that's not good? Keep in mind, he died in the first five minutes of the damn movie. He did. He did. That, that, not, might even, that might not even be a, a good uh, assessment, but he, he was good. I believe this role. I, I don't know. I enjoyed Walk Along the Pines. Did you watch First Man? Um, or are you no. just going off the reviews? Like you played Neil Armstrong? I did not watch First Man, actually. The Ides of March. Uh, yeah, I'm no. I'm naming movies that are fresh, but they're very just bland and dull. And I'm not watching Barbie, dude. You can try to convince me. Did you watch Lars and the Real Girls? Yes, I saw Lars and the Real Girl. Singular. What's girl. Not girls. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, that movie was great. It was. Blue Valentine? Never even heard of it. Really? Amazing. Uh, Drive, obviously. Yes, it's on the shelf. Uh, yeah, and The Place Beyond the Pines, I did see that. that he's barely in it, so that was barely counts but um the big short no we just had this nice guys yeah i know la la land the point is he does good work also um i did not see first man what is this about oh you said the new you know, Armstrong, right? yeah oh dang this movie is well received i'm gonna have to go check this out and see if it's good it's a biopic right yes okay obviously the notebook obviously the gray man oh yeah and the gray man sucked right uh, did not watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, it's good. Uh, Gangster Squad. Anyway, we get on subject. The point is, um, the, I'm not I, I don't. Barbie. I, I don't know. Watch. I don't know how you can just knock off a project before it even gets a response. Like yeah. you see the you see the cast, you see the director. All right, it's it, it is guaranteed to be well received. Okay. I don't see why you can't, oh boy, what is this movie going to bring to the table? Is it going to be really funny? Is it going to be really heartfelt? Like, why are you already just wiping out, just not, not writing off the, the project? You know, it just, it just reads as so close-minded. Samir, I don't want to watch a Barbie movie. But it, is it Barbie? Because I'm a man and I, don't, I can't no, be associated with Barbies. Barbie, it has nothing to do with me being a man. It's Barbie. It, it, it has to. It happens. Why? Why can't? What, what's wrong? What's wrong with Barbie? What's wrong with the property Barbie being a movie? I didn't say nothing was wrong with the property. Uh, then why are you hating on it? Oh, oh my God! 
Just because I don't want to see something does not mean I'm hating. But you have zero information. Zero information. Why don't you want to see this movie? You have literally nothing to go on other than a trailer, which you did not watch. Why don't you want to see this movie? I just don't want to. You sound like a child that doesn't want to eat his his broccoli. Okay, I'll be there. I don't want my broccoli. No, but all right, fine. Be that. Be that. I'm just saying. It sounds like you just don't. It sounds like you're a little kid that doesn't wipe his ass. I just, just, just won't go with that. All right, cool. I'm glad you know that. Okay, great. Bernard is a small child doesn't wipe his ass because he clearly just wants to write off a movie because Barbie's icky. Girls have cooties. That's what you're giving right now. No, that's what you're um, projecting. Assinuating? I don't know what. What then? What is? What? What are you judging this movie on? What metric are you judging this movie on? That's what I'm I'm, I I just can't fathom this movie. I'm good, man. It's just too colorful and it just looks kooky. Too colorful? That's your metric? You you need to watch darker movies? I also said kooky. Kooky? That's a good thing. If it can land that well, if it has a good kooky tone and it lands it well, that sounds like a good time. You've watched kooky movies before, by the way. I know you watch kooky movies. That'd be a good time for you, but I'm cool. I'm cool. I know you watch kooky movies or movies that attempt kooky. All right. Okay, and I'm still cool. This guy likes Seth Seth Green movies. Just saying. I haven't watched a Seth Green movie since Austin Powers. I don't know, man. You 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 own without a paddle on Razor Edition. I don't own without a paddle. Why are we just up here making up stuff? I owned it when I was eighteen. Okay, so we're going to move on because Bernard's mid and he can't handle criticism. And you seem to can't understand that, hey, I don't want to watch it. You're right. I can't understand that a person can draw a conclusion based on zero information. Insult me because I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because you're you're drawing, I'm insulting you because you're drawing a conclusion based on zero information. And I'm, I'm wondering, and I asked you, where are you drawing this conclusion from? What yeah, makes you not want to watch the movie? Margot, I almost said Margot Kidder. Rest in peace, Lois Lane. Uh, Margot Robbie is Barbie. Oh, I saw. Okay. I started the trailer, then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna head out." Okay, it's it's a very talented, attractive woman playing a role she so was born she's for. Talented and attractive. I have to watch the movie. No. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. What I'm asking you is to... That that actually goes into my next subject. I'm done with this Barbie crap. Jennifer Lawrence actually said Uh that she is the first female actress to headline a movie. Okay. It's like, are you on drugs, ma'am? You're misquoting her. I think she said action movie. And once again, is she on drugs? Uh, I don't see how this correlates to our last argument, though, but... Okay. It's not. I'm changing the story. I'm done with this Barbie crap. Because we right. got... Uh, I, in my opinion of this is Jennifer... All right, my opinion is Jennifer Lawrence is okay to make a mistake and say something silly. We all do it. We're human. She said something silly. Okay? Yeah, but come on. Now, she's our age, and she couldn't think of Terminator? Terminator. Some people, that. some people, no matter how talented they are, are have, they may have mid taste in movies? Maybe they, they don't. They maybe their exposure and their uh and their reach of films, you know, the, and how they take it in is narrow and closed off. Okay, maybe she I doesn't know that. Shut up. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, we're on the subject of Jennifer Lawrence and people who have narrow taste in art who, who t- draw conclusions based on zero information. So maybe Jennifer Lawrence said, hey, I don't know of any female action stars that predates the Hunger Games because I haven't taken in enough art. And that's what it is. And I'm going to draw a conclusion based on zero information and without any research. And, you know, and I'm going to sound really dumb, you know? So that's what she did. And I, I still like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's a great actress. She's talented. I wish her the best. And hopefully she can just recount this really dumb comment. She doesn't have to. Oh, no. She, no, she did after, after everybody dragged her on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, okay. Great. You're allowed to say something dumb. And then get drugged by your friends and family and people close to you. And then you'll just recount it. And the people on Twitter and Instagram, I don't know how to consider friends and family. No, you okay, guess you're right. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, people say dumb things. You know? hey, there. Let's, let's name a crap ton of the movies with a female-led protagonist in an action film uh, that predates The Hunger Games. So I'm going to go first. Terminator 2. Okay, I mean, I'm going to go with a less mid- Okay. Uh, oh, the James Cameron movie Mid. No, I'm going to call that. That's the first thing you jump to Mid. There's other films. I mean, it's so popular. It's like, oh, who's your favorite X Men? Wolverine. Come on, come on in. Okay, fine. Said, I'll, I'll take that one off. You ready? Red Sonja. There you go. All right, cool. Um, terrible movie, but yeah, great. <laughs> All right, so okay, we got the film Nikita, uh, Red Sonja, and I guess it's my turn again. No, it's my turn again. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Still a fem- oh yeah, I'm going again. Barbarella. Barbarella. <laughs> Jane Fonda's movie that's being remade. Yeah, okay. Um, well, shoot. Okay, so fuck Barbarella is... Now, it's, does it have... Because I haven't seen Barbarella. It's a sci-fi action movie. I, yeah, I, I know of the project. I just haven't seen it. Uh, and then there's Barb Wire starring Pam Anderson in the 90s. Yes. Is that your choice? Yeah. No, that's not my choice. I'm just wondering, is there any correlation to that property? No. All right, Tank Girl. Okay, Barbed Wire. Really? You pick good movies. Like, Barbed Wire is a terrible movie. No, we didn't say good movies. We just said movie action movies with a female lead. Right, but maybe put some influence and okay. impact in it. Okay, fine. Tomb Raider. There you go. I mean, that did, Tomb Raider. That... The film didn't have much impact, but the games did, so sure. Okay. Um, female led. Okay. Uh, Kill Bill, but that's also pretty mid. So. You just call Kill Bill mid because it's. No, I call the choice um, Kill Bill mid because it's easy, low hanging fruit. That's why. The movie's great. So is Terminator 2. Great, great choice of cinema. It's just that the choice is just low hanging fruit. Everyone likes that movie, you know? Um. Ooh, moving. Uh, the the heroic trio. It's a martial art film from the. It's a martial art wuja film from the nineties, and it is so off the wall and great. I think it's. You just can't stand the U.S. Kenya. Trying to. Why can't people know? Hey, Willie, why do you do anything to say that my Trump, my Trump impression is awful? The point is, America first. America first. I'm sorry, America first is small dick energy. All right, America first is small dick energy. Okay, it's it's real. It really reads as small dick energy. Okay, if you got to stay in your side of the woods, you got small dick energy. I mean, just saying. Are in the U.S., so they might watch primarily U.S. movies. Once again, how many thoughts I have to tell you? Quit slandering our listeners. 
I'm not saying that listeners, alright? Go watch foreign films. They're great. Re- read subtitles. They're not hard. I'm not doing, I'm not, look, do yourself a favor and go do it. Some of the best films are foreign films, okay? That one guy on Russia's probably like, yeah, he's right. Okay, just saying, all right? Well, yeah, that one guy, that one listener from Russia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Australia. Yeah, I'm just saying, man, it's like, mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's one of Masala Yao's uh, first acting roles, actually. And Resident Evil. Mm, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you you pick it all the bad ones. What the hell? I mean. All right. Anyway, let's go to our next topic. What you got? Uh, got me all. Oh, okay. So let's give our preliminary opinions. Of the Forspoken demo. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Okay. I okay. So I'm gonna preface this with this thing. I want to love with a capital L this game. I really want this game to succeed. So I'm hoping that when I get the, cause I'm still gonna probably buy the game based on its response. If it doesn't completely bomb critically, I'll get the game. Um. With that being said, I played the demo, and there was, so- in its defense, also, I my brain is wired for God of War. I just finished a game uh, the, this last week, and my brain is still wired for that game. Maybe I was having issues adjusting to the visual tone of the game and the control scheme, which uh, the control scheme was definitely true. They kind of throw you in there, and this magic system is very diverse and complicated not, not complicated okay so uh, intricate question yeah question so when you were flipping between um who was a seagull and freya's magic were you mm-hmm. actually using l1 and r1 to switch magic or were you using the d-pad uh the l1 and r1 yeah yeah that was stupid because they should have showed you that in the tutorial that you can get the option to just switch with the d-pad Right. Okay. So there you go. So I think the control, once you get a hang of it, I think you'll be switching through a lot of the spells quickly. And this game has a lot of spells. I think it's really one of the cool things about it. Tons of spells. So I think once you get the hang of it, that'll be more fun. Also, visually, it's a lot to take in. The game has a very sharp, uh, and bright, you know, uh, what, what's what I'm looking for? Aesthetic? I'm not really aesthetic. Maybe, sure. Point is, the game is bright, and yet in some areas, it's also washed out and kind of bland, so they might need to either A, patch that, or B, we just have to deal with it. You know, maybe that's just one of the the, the, the pitfalls that the game has. It's one of the detractions. Who knows? But uh, so far, the traversal's fun. What do you think of the traversal? I got no problem with the traversal. It was the combat, so like you were saying... Uh, spells are a little bit too much and they take a while to get um, used to. Main issue with the combat, there's no defense whatsoever. Well, you can dodge. That's it. That's not necessarily defense. Like, you can't put up a shield to protect yourself. There's no parrying. So that was my main issue with the game. Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like okay, I, there yeah. may be a there may be a spell later on. I don't know, like combat, and there's no like defense. That could be a little jarring, especially again coming from God of War. Oh, yo, okay, so 
So I've watched other uh, uh, responses from the this game, and some of them were like people who got early access and they played further into the game or in the beginning of the game. Yeah. And basically the early parts of the game, because we didn't play the early part, obviously, in the demo, if you downloaded it. The uh, the early part of the game, they ease you into the game's systems little by little. And yeah. that section might take longer than some people would like. And it might m- make it feel slower than it actually is. And I think, but I think that might work to the game's benefit because when they feed you the skills little by little, you'll be ready to use them in large quantities later on because you've already acclimated over time. It just might take a lot, you know, to get it through. Hopefully the story carries you through those early parts, you know? Yeah. And you can just beeline to it. Another issue is the dialogue. I didn't have that much problem with the dialogue. I thought it was fine, but then again, I haven't seen the dialogue in its at length yet in the demo. Um, I don't have a problem with the lead so far, and uh, I again, I'm, I'm liking most of what I'm seeing. So I'm so excited about the game, and I really want to succeed. So maybe if, if it if it if it's open to it, it gets the sequel, and it doesn't bomb and gets forgotten. I mean, so. The game has to come out first, so Samira, don't yeah, yeah, don't get your hopes up on the sequel just yet. But uh, I just can't deal with the uh, the combat. Uh, yeah, give it a, give it a shot, man. When um, I'll let you try my copy when the game comes out, maybe you can find it on PS Five. No. How you gonna let me? <laughs> Get a PC, no. <laughs> no. But yeah, so I don't think we got any more to talk about. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about. It's um, so it's been 25 years since Pokemon gave everyone in Japan seizures. Okay, so uh, yeah, so it's 25 years of Ash Ketchum or um, what's his real name? Takashi? Saito. How the Satoshi. Uh, Satoshi. Satoshi, there we go. Satoshi, yeah. Um Satoshi being the main uh lead of the Pokemon uh anime. And he is now no longer the lead. He's he's ending, he's leaving the show. There will be eleven episode special of him just rounding out his quest, and I guess either he's gonna go somewhere and he won't be the focus anymore. And then they showed a um uh then they then they showed a quick little animated um Short, and then it ended with a, a screenshot of the new leads. They're very cute, and they're they're they have the uh, the current uh, starters as their Pokemon. Uh, Bernard will put up a picture of them when you uh, you know when we uh, you know finish editing this. How about you send me the picture so I don't have to go looking for it? Uh, it it it, it takes two seconds. Two seconds. It's a, it's a, it's a big story. And two it seconds. also takes two seconds for you to send me a photo. So you just I'm gonna move on in a second because we're gonna be over this story. Uh yeah, so that's that's what it is. Okay. It, honestly, I, I feel I feel very emotional about it, even though I haven't been watching the show religiously. I was since say, I was bro, you ain't watched Pokemon in at least ten years. <laughs> Not even ten years. Closer, closer, closer to closer to eighteen. Closer to closer to twenty. Two decades. Oh my god. Yeah, closer to twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> Some bro, sometimes I don't think you speak, but I mean, you don't think before you speak. It's like, yeah, man, I haven't watched it in twenty years, and I still miss it. No, I'm just like, twenty years. Oh God, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot to take in. I get, I get that still, man. Hmm. Uh, lot long. Next story. 
I'm definitely 20 years in deep of not watching Pokemon. Yeah, so uh, next story. Um, so, okay, uh, so Henry Cavill, uh, oh, okay. as we know. Oh, no, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so he's no longer Superman, and he uh, he obviously is no longer Geralt of Rivia. So the guy you would think the guy is, uh, you know, he lost two big roles in the span of like two months, right? And you would think he's down and out, but no, he is not. He is uh, now signed on to do Warhammer um, 40K. Uh, essentially, he's the executive producer and the lead of this project. Uh, is it a movie or a series? It is a series. Series, even better. So I'm actually pretty, and I, I'm not even a Warhammer fan because the it's never really messed well. I mean, also it's very it, Warhammer's lore is deep. I mean, right, so I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna give our listeners a backstory on Warhammer Forty Thousand. So Warhammer Forty Thousand started in 1987 and is set in the far future of the 41st millennium in a galaxy torn apart by. Her- by perpetual war, the Imperium of Man, which is a fascist theological outcry ruled by the decaying body of a millennia-old god emperor and defended by genetically enhanced power armor-laden chapters of space marines, attempts to safeguard its worlds and people against hosts of alien and demonic threats from corrupted forces of chaos to the techpolitan Hamaji of the Tau Empire to the swimming, oh, the swarming hordes of the what the fuck? The Tyranid Hives? And it's a world that spawned the term Grimdark for its love of over-the-top excess and gore action in the amount of spikes you can fit into someone's shoulders. It's, yeah, like I said, the lore... Before. Really? Yeah. God, it's just, like I said, it's just, just in a pigeonhole of, of media. Pigeonhole. Uh, yeah, so... The, the lore is deep, so I've never had a chance to really get, sink my teeth into it. There are other mediums I was kind of drowning in at the moment. Just so, but I'm excited to try this out. Maybe this will be something that opens me up to the fran- to the franchise. You know, or that's what happens when you. That's what happens when you try new things, Bernard. You know, when they when they. This is a cool. Okay, so here's. I'm going to actually backtrack on something I said. So when you have a medium crossing. Of, of existing properties like TV shows and movies from video games or vice versa, it causes a lot of um, people to be opened up to the uh, IP. Like, for instance, let's say you're not into League of Legends, but then you watch Arcane, and it's great. And you may want to do more League of Legends. Arcane, dude. I didn't say anything. I was using an example. All right, Bernard, well, you, you, you're, giving, you're giving small deck energy right now. Calm down. All right. We, 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 no I'm choke the shit out of you the next time I see you. I don't know. Not with that small dick energy, you're not. Anyways, the uh, so uh, on that note, it's very possible that someone could watch Last of Us and then say, hey, I want to play the games now. And now you've got someone enjoying more video games. So there is merit to to uh, John, uh, these mediums that are, you know, not given to certain other platforms. I lost, I lost my train of thought here. The point is... You, huh? Did suit did me just step on your brain? Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> give me a stroke. Anyways, uh, when you change media, when you take a property that's normally a different um, medium and you put it into another one, it is often, it's often a good thing. Alright. 
So that's that's what I was getting at. And I'm glad that Henry Cavill is on another project. And he's staying busy and he's the nerdy hunk that we all know and love. Yeah. Okay. So Donald Glover is going to be the hypno hustler. He, oh my god. So, what what's your what was your uh initial reaction to that? Uh, my initial reaction was, did I fucking read that right? <laughs> so, keep in mind, this is part of Sony's Spider-Man universe. This has nothing to do with the MCU. So, Here's, does this Spider-Man universe have a Spider-Man? Huh? They reference one in Morbius. I haven't I haven't watched Morpheus yet. Uh, where and how did they reference him? Uh, since, you know, spoiler alert for a horrible, horrible movie. That, that came out a year and a half ago. No, it came out this year. What the fuck are you talking about? It came out in 2022? Yes. I'm, I'm thinking it came out last year. Go on, no. go on, go on, go on. So, as we know, Michael Keaton tra- traversed over to whatever universe Morbius is from. First, did make sense, but gone. Got the exactly reason whatsoever. So yeah, uh, he got out of prison, obviously, because you know no one knows why he's there. And he they make a reference to Spider Man. He's like, yeah, um, something about this dimension having a Spider Man as well. You can just fast forward through it on Netflix just to watch the end credit just to see Michael Keaton. But I was like. So, are his wife and kids missing him or something? The fuck knows. They didn't get shown in um, No Way Home. And that's the one thing I kind of wanted to see. Like, I had this whole vision of No Way Home in my head where, like, you know, Peter's on trial and everything, and, like, he sees Liz and her mom, and Liz slaps him. But obviously, that did not happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, okay, yeah. Hit no hustler. So, yeah. Uh, this will be written by Miles Murphy, who is Eddie Murphy's son. And like we said before, this is... Huh? Go on. Yeah, like I said, this is in the Sony Marvel Universe alongside Venom and Morbius. And it's just like, come on, man. I I, I guess they can't use Prowler because it's kind of a MCU thing now. Is it? I mean, I don't... Because you got to remember, it's like they're trying to like force connect the MCU stuff to... Sony just, but even then, you can't be, see, it could have worked if they just left well enough alone. Because remember, in the first teaser trailer, we saw the poster saying that Spider-Man was a murderer in the background. We saw uh, Michael Keaton uh, being arrested and saying something, to, saying something to Michael Morbius. That whole scene got cut. Like, literally, you know what Michael Keaton's scene is? Oh, he he gets tri- he gets transported to that universe via No Way Home. And then the post-credit scene, Adrian Toome, who mysteriously appeared in a prison cell, blah, 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 blah. And how the fuck did he get a vulture suit? Yeah, I, I, yeah, another problem with it. You know, this, kinda, this problem starts in the MCU, technically, because Adrian Toome's built his own suit in the comic. Yes. Right. So now you have a guy who's dependent on alien technology. Can he recreate that suit without the Tachari technology? Did I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Chitari. Oh, okay, it sounds like you said Tachari. <laughs> Open your ears. Alright. What was that accent? Um T America. That's racist. 
I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just said Team America. That whole uh, racism, you know. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, Hypno Hustler. I kind of want to see that, yeah. too. I like Donald Glover. I want to see I, it fail because this is getting out of control. They're grabbing any and every character that they can they get their hands on just so they can keep going. Spider-Man related. I'm just waiting for the Osborne series to come. A story about a young Norman Osborn. And Sometimes most of these characters don't work without Spider-Man. Hydro-Man is not interesting by himself without Spider-Man. Craven the Hunter is definitely not interesting. What? We haven't seen Hydro-Man in years. Yeah, I know. But they're not interesting without Spider-Man themselves. Like, Otto Octavius was only interesting either as a villain fighting Spider-Man or or so I'm impersonating Spider Man. What'd you say? Or someone impersonating Spider Man. Is he still young and, and, and attractive? No, nah, he he got back in his fat body. He could keep he could kick with the gym man. What happened, man? Kind of made Otto, deal with Festo. It kind of Oh my got god. They got he got square one. He got square one. Yeah. Just to say that. That's just ridiculous. Try to pull that BS and be like, oh yeah, I don't remember ever being a hero. Then just gonna go off in the Go off and cry in the sunset. Whatever. Um, oh, that, that, that must hurt though. Uh, where she's limboed or is she still hanging around? In the West Coast. Oh, that's where Otto was. Uh, okay. Um, what was I fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the hydro hypno hypno hustler. Um, yeah. I don't see how this character is going to work, and if, if he does work by himself, I don't see how he's going to be interesting. Uh, now again, we don't know what they're gonna do with him, but a lot of these characters aren't. Is he a hero? What are they doing with this character? Wasn't he a villain? He is a villain. Like I said, that's all we know. So what are they doing with these characters? Because he's like, I'm sick of them trying to change heroes into their version of an anti-hero because anti-heroes aren't good people. So it's hard to even market anti-heroes today. I mean, people love the Punisher, especially cops, despite the fact that he was the cop left and right. They, they, they should like him because they don't get, they're freaking normies who don't read comics. They just see the symbol and it's just, no, they don't know anything about the com- uh, Punisher. All right. It's like there's a, there's a very famous uh, panel that he said, listen, I'm not your role model. Your role model is Captain America. He'll, he'll be happy to have you. I'm paraphrasing. Basically, don't, he said, don't follow me. Which is the writer saying, yo, I'm sick of all these cops and these right-wing nuts using my symbol, using the symbol. That's why it's freaking got a different symbol now. I don't like the new symbol. They they, they freaking co-opted it, and now they've got the main character, the character came back, and he's doing symbol anymore. Well, he's the leader of the hand, so that's why they should. It's an Oni, yeah, I get it, it's Oni. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, Craven the Hunter, he is not, he's a deplorable individual. He only works as a villain. There's no way to make this character work and stay true to the character. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm chomping at the bit to see a trailer for this movie. I want to see what they do with this Craven Hunter. It's going to suck. There's no way for it to make sense. What is he hunting? People? Yeah. This is going to be their version of the most dangerous game. The movie that keeps getting remade. Bro, they just did another version of that. I was in Walmart. It's on like Blu-ray. I forgot who was in it. I'm like, didn't we just get this on Quibi? Uh, didn't we get this like two years prior with the hunt? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Uh, 
All right, so uh, do you have anything else we're going to wrap? No, I think that's it. I was going in the wrap, and then we go to Henry Jowling. All right, yeah. All right, so we're gonna wrap, guys. Uh, I will have a review for Avatar by the next episode, and um, we'll decide if it's gonna be spoiler-free or not. It's going to be a week if you get to go see it next week. So it might. Well, I don't know. This is getting difficult because I'm trying to see it in um, IMAX, and all of them are sold out, and my schedule isn't allowing me to get certain show times. Okay, I'm going to definitely see it. It is going to be a spoiler-filled review from Samir. Because the movie's been out a week. And if you didn't see it, that's on you. <laughs> but if you're like me and just didn't want to see it, cool. Mm. Don't shake your head. But yeah, guys, don't shake my head. This is Bernard, aka Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir. AKA, listen, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed, Bernard. We are the Angry Blurs Podcast. Join us next time. Same Blurred channel, same Blurred network. No. We'll be here, disappointed, again, in the dark. And um, I appreciate you guys watching all the TikToks and agreeing with me that how about I watch the second Avatar if I didn't like the first one. So yeah, guys, be sure to rate reviews. Too. Who are these people? Like, your five friends don't count. <laughs> I'm more than five friends. Fuck you. Um, be sure to rate reviews, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, check us out on Instagram, YouTube. TikTok, Twitter, uh, mainly everything is angry.blurs.podcast, but for some reason Twitter wants to be assholes, so I can only just go with like angry.blurs or something uh-huh. like that. It might be angry underscore blurs. You get the get get the blue check mark. I'm not paying eight dollars for that. Yeah, F that. Hell no. But yeah, guys, we will see you next time. Peace. You gonna tell the people about? It? Okay, there you go. Cool. Live long and prosper. Shut up. <laughs>